guys, welcome to another episode of the TFC Roundtable. I'm super excited today. We have a very special guest from the local soccer community, a TFC2 player and local soccer icon, Mr. Jordan Perusa. Jordan, welcome to the show, buddy. I'm here with Mario Pelleggi, my co-host. Uh, I'm excited to have you on. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How's it going? What's going on, Peruta? Thanks for joining the show, man. We were really excited no to hear that you wanted to be on. So, Jordan, no we're, we're super excited, like we said. Uh, we've been wanting to speak to you uh, for a while now. Uh, actually, from uh, the time that we met up a couple of months uh, back when I did uh, a presentation for uh, a bunch of you guys, and uh, we met. I actually know your dad from way back because he's been involved in the local soccer scene as as you have been. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, and how you came to TFC2. So where, where did you start playing? Are you from Toronto or Vaughan? I'm, uh, I'm born in, in Richmond Hill. Grew up in Woodbridge. I played for uh, Vaughan as a youngster. Then I moved over to Woodbridge. Wood, yes. And then back to Vaughan before joining TFC. Okay, so you did the tour of duty here. Everybody says yeah. the Vaughan-Woodbridge uh, mix. It's um, amazing. Two great clubs. Two great clubs. Uh, a lot of good people in both clubs. Um, you know, in Woodbridge, you had Peter Benetoso, you had Marco Ciampa. Uh, now they, they've got a bunch of former TSB guys, Marco Retta, um, and so forth and so on. And Vaughn, you got another bunch of great guys, Herman and Sato, and, and the rest of the guys from Vaughn. A great place to sort of hone your craft as a local young player. Um, because, as we know, Canada's number one sport may not be soccer, but it's the number one played amateur recreation sport in Canada. Uh, more than hockey, more than baseball, more than uh, football or any other sport. And you happen to play in the hotbed of soccer, which is York Region, playing for Woodbridge and Vaughan. Would you say that that experience as a youngster playing soccer here in York Region helped you make it to the pros? Of course it did. Of course it did. Um, a lot of great coaches over the years and uh, a lot of great memories as a kid. Obviously, it gets better and better as you move over. Who would you say older. some of your coaches and mentors were uh, as a kid that helped you get to this next level? I had uh, a big help from Michael Champa in Woodbridge and uh, Vince Calabria over in Vaughan. So two great coaches. Obviously, Marco Champa, who I know really well, and who's a uh, technical director over in Aurora. Um, developing kids, really passionate about the game and has helped out uh, countless uh, young soccer players. So um, it's great to come from uh, from those clubs because those are coaches who really care about not only the game but about the kids and development. And that's the key to, to the success that we've been having with a lot of these uh, young Italian Canadian soccer players like yourself. Um, you eventually made your whole uh, career to Europe as well. You played in Empoli, right? Yes, at the age of uh, 13, I moved over to Italy. To the wow, so tell us a little bit about that and that experience being 13 years old, going over to play in Empoli in Italy. It was uh, a big sacrifice moving. My family had a big, uh, they helped a lot over the years, and uh, it was just uh, unlucky how it ended up at the end with the uh, technical director and everything. But, uh, just, but a I good experience saw, probably overall playing in Italy. A great experience. Just learned everything I know about the game. You think what that you the trade? Oh, yeah, go ahead, Mario. No, 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 no. I was just gonna. I was. Thank God you said it. Like we, we just want to know more or less. Like, what do you think was the biggest difference between the training that 
took place in Italy as opposed to what training you're receiving here now in the Canadian uh, culture? I just think the biggest difference is, um, as as uh, Tony said, just soccer being their first sport over there. And over here we have hockey as our first. It's just they've lived in Greek soccer all day. So that's just the biggest difference. In terms of the training regimen, is it similar? You just it's similar. Same, very similar. similar. Yeah, yeah. But you bring a lot of that. Yeah, you bring that Italian flair, obviously. I see yeah, one year, the last goal that you posted on Instagram, you bring the Italian goal-scoring flair, which is really lacking a lot here in North America. But you bring that touch, that flair, that excitement. When you get the ball, you make it exciting, and you know you're going for the goal. Um, and I think that's the quality you probably owned in, in Italy because, um, you know, there's been a history of great goal scorers. And, you know, you remind me of a, a goal scorer who was awesome for Italy back in the 90s. I don't know if you know who Christian Vietti is. But you got the same build and you got the power, uh, you got the height, you got the goal scoring ability, and you completely remind uh, me of him. And, and you know what? I think you, you've got a big future, a bright future ahead of you. I've been watching your highlights. Um, and I've seen the amazing goal you scored when we came to watch you a couple of weeks oh, yeah. back. Over Tony, he's killing it. Yeah, you got an absolute killing it right now. Shot. You've goal. got that killer instinct to score, to score. You're a pure goal scorer. So I think you, you caught the attention of people like Bill Manning. He mentioned you on our podcast. And uh, you caught the attention of a lot of people. And I think it's just a matter of time before you crack the first team if you keep playing the way you are. Oh, yeah. Thank Tony, you. This, Thank is you. His, this is his year. Brutal, listen, eight goals this season and counting, 14 of those appearances. Like, this is the year to do it. And I, and I believe, and I believe, and I'm going to call it tonight, that if TFC keeps on going on, if the, if the Team 1 keeps on going on a decline the way that it is right now, there is a no doubt in my mind that you will be brought up 150%. No choice. They, they'd be stupid not to. Thank you. Yeah, would you say your style of play comes from your experience playing in Italy? Yes. 100%. You in Italy to be, obviously, you got that killer instinct when it comes to scoring goals. What is it that they teach their, their forwards there, the Bunda in Italy? What do, they, what do they teach you and how do they, they tell you to play? They teach you always to be aggressive and uh, don't take any chances for granted. I uh, make most of my goals off as half chances. Right, regular, regular strikers wouldn't finish them off because they don't think they're easy chances, but those are the easier ones for me. Yeah, and you're, you're very aggressive in the attack. You see, you take those defensemen, uh, you completely catch them off guard, or you outpace them because you're you're big, you're strong, you're fast, you got a killer shot, and uh, and you know how to cut the play. So um, I give you kudos for that, and I'm sure that a lot of these USL teams have taken notice in your abilities. Um, I think. Um, a lot of people in the TFC organization have obviously uh, caught wind of what you've been doing in the USL, and, and I really see a bright future for you, especially if you stay dedicated and committed and keep playing the way you're playing. So um, I love your style of play, man. You're, you're the, the Canadian Christian Yeti for me, and I, I want to watch you throughout your career, and I hope that uh, you know, you're going to crack the, the starting 11 for TFC and we get to watch you at BMO uh, Stadium because uh, you, you really play an exciting type of soccer and I, I credit that I guess your your not only your physical attributes but to um, how you were reared in the soccer community here in Woodbridge and Bonn and then obviously playing in Empoli in Italy. Um, oh, yeah. You also played for Canada under 20, right? Yes, yes. So what would you say, how was your experience that playing at the national level for the national team? 
that was an amazing experience. I was the youngest guy on the team. I got called in two years. And you got one goal, correct? I scored on a nice free kick. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. That's well, what is it about playing tell. on the national team? Tell us a little bit about that experience. Like it's once just, you play there, does it change your mindset? Big time. It's just you just have a whole different mindset going into it. You know that you have your whole country behind you. It's just different. That's amazing. And you know what? We're looking forward to hopefully seeing you in 2026. That's the goal for Canada, right? Like, we we got to represent. we got to represent well. We don't have much time. Uh, one of the goal. questions that I uh, that I did ask Luca was, you know, we saw the Gold Cup with what happened with Canada losing to Haiti 3-2. Uh, to two. Um, What do you think the problem is with Canada, especially the men's game? Because the women have had a lot of success. But what is it with the men's game? Why don't we seem to achieve the same level of success that the women have had or that other smaller countries have had. Like Costa Rica went to the last World Cup with 3 million people. We got 33 million, and, you know, we haven't been able to crack a World Cup since 1986. What is the problem, in your opinion? I think it comes down to one thing, just underestimating opponents. We have the talent in the country. It's just we walk into these games against smaller countries and think that we're going to win no matter what. So you don't think they have to train in Empoli, right? Uh, they don't need. You don't think they need an Italian coach or Italian training mentality to really crack it. They need an Italian striker out there. Yeah, you exactly. exactly. It's gonna be you, you for sure. It's gonna be you. But I, but I also believe, and it's not a shot at, at the coaching uh, in Canada. Uh, when I say the coach in Canada, I don't mean our homegrown coaches. Because I think we got amazing coaches. Like we had Peter Pinizzotto who coached uh, with the Montreal Impact. Um, you know, we have Carmen and Sacco, who's coaching with the York Nine now. But these guys are high-level coaches that have never been given the opportunity to coach at the national level. And I often wonder why that is. Why do we go and hire coaches from overseas and uh, not give our own homegrown talent a shot? I'm not giving John Her- Herdman a shot by saying, hey, you know what, he's not qualified. But at the end of the day, he's very again, qualified. He is we qualified. bring in a guy from England. Um, we, when we got amazing talents right here, our homegrown coaches, but they're not given a shot. Why is that? I think John's a great coach. It's just, uh, I think it just comes down to knowledge of the game. Maybe just the experience that he has. Maybe they don't think that Canadian coaches might be suitable for the job, but I don't know. It's just... Do you think Canadian coaches are suitable for the job? You've had like quality Canadian coaches. You think we got the right guys in this country? Of course we do. Coach? We're just sure. going to keep on growing as a country now. Of course we do. How do you think we're going to do in 2026? I think uh, with the team that of young players that we're getting together now, we're going to have a good team. I mean, especially if we can get you on that team. By 2026, um, you should be like, what, 25 years old? I'll be 25. Yeah, you'll yeah, be you're right. Gonna, That's going to be your prime. You're going to be in the prime of your career, man, smashing goals. And that's what I hope to see. So, Pruta, you think this is, uh, in your opinion, you think that this is your year? Like, uh, you have that you have that uh, eye of the tiger mentality right now in your head that you're going for it, like, more than any other year? I've been uh, consistent this year with my goal scoring, and I'm just, I have full trust in, in the coaching staff. So, whenever they think I'm ready to get pushed up, I'll, uh, that'll be but my you, time. But you, but, you, but you think you're ready? You think you're ready now? As of now, I would say... I'm almost ready. I gotta prove a little more. I'm not there yet. I, I really appreciate the humility and the honesty. And I can tell you, you know, you know, there's not a lot of guys that will be as humble as uh, as you have been just in that statement. So good for you. And you know, and I really do attest that to the 
to how the academy um, uh, treats everybody as a family and how you guys all work towards the same goal of winning championships for the club and making sure that you guys could all be a part of the journey. Because I was very fortunate to have uh, gone through a private tour of uh, how you guys train and perform and get together and eat together and speak together, starting right from the top. And I was with Bill Manning not too long ago, and he he just walked me through the entire process from head to toe, and I couldn't be more impressed. And the fact that you're you're interacting with the club president, you're interacting with the GM, you're into, you're eating with the with Team One coaches, training staff, you're you're in those facilities, so that must mean something to you, and reassuring to you and others like uh, your buddy uh, uh, Luca over there to make sure that you guys have a future with uh, Team One. Of course, it all starts every morning just uh, at breakfast. All teams we stand together, we eat breakfast before we go up the train. We're just a big family and. We all, we all want to make each other better. That's amazing. Listen, and talking about, about family, Jordan, uh, just to add to what Mario said, um, sometimes family doesn't get the recognition. And just because I, you know, I do know your dad, um, I got to give credit to your family because I think one of the reasons or one of the, the reasons why you've achieved the success is due to your father and mother, I'm sure, because you've got a solid foundation at home. They, they, the upbringing that you had obviously was, was the foundation was phenomenal. Um, your dad has obviously supported your soccer ambitions your entire life, supported you going to Empoli, um, still supports you today with TFC2. And I think family's a big deal, especially Italian families. And huge, not to knock up huge. cultures, but I think the Italian family unit is super strong, and you see that in your father and the love that he has for you and the love he has for the game and how he supports you in your dream. I don't think you, you find that in every culture, but I do believe that that's inherent in the Italian culture. So kudos to your mom and dad. They did an amazing job of raising a, a mature guy because you're a young guy, but you know, you're, you're, I would think you were 25 in your mannerisms, the way you behave and the way you speak. So kudos to your parents, man. I was just having a conversation with Bill this morning about that, about my age. I'm only 18, but uh, I owe everything to my parents. They made uh, the biggest sacrifices of their life for me. That's so amazing me, to hear. That's look, phenomenal. Let me let me let me ask you something. There's there's so many young guys looking up to players like yourself and others that really want to have a chance at cracking that team. But they're you know eight, nine, ten years old, twelve years old, joining the academy, starting up. What do you think they need to do to be as successful as you have been? Like, what's that? What's that thing that they need? Um, I think that if you're just doing everything that your teammates are doing, you're never going to get ahead. You just got to work after training by yourself. And what so, do you got to do? What do you got to do? What type of training do they need to do? What's something that you're, you're strong? You got to know how to shoot from every angle, dribble at. Speed, shoot at speed, and just make sure you're stronger. Your fitness has to be up so you can last 90 minutes. Make sure your passes are clean, every touch is clean, and that's how you're going to get ahead. And yeah, for sure. And you know what? I think uh, if you go back to some older players, players like Maradona or David Beckham, they always said you had to put in extra training. When everyone else gets off the field, you have to give it that extra you know, 500 shots on net to really master 
your skill. I don't know if you ever heard of this, uh, this author's name's Malcolm Gladwell, but he's got this thing, this 10,000 hour rule to really master something. You've got to practice it for 10,000 hours, right? And Crazy. it takes time. It takes time to really master something. But like you said, if you don't put in that extra time, you're never going to get there, right? You're so going to be at the same level. Above, you got it. It's about going above and beyond for sure. And that's exactly. the, the attitude that you approach the game with, which is something that I really love. Mm-hmm. Look, because I, I think you got natural talent, man. I think a lot of people are born with natural talent. It's not good enough. Yeah, it only takes you so far. Are you willing yeah. to go that extra mile? Are you willing to go above and beyond? And to me, you absolutely have that. It's like when we first started talking tonight, I said, hey, man, it's Friday night. You're 19 years old. Why aren't you out with your buddies? Because you are committed to your craft and the game of soccer. You're at home because it's time to rest because you had training today, you got training tomorrow, and you are committed to it 110%. And you know what? Most 19-year-olds don't have the maturity to have the drive and vision and focus to do that. So, again, kudos to you for, for being that way and having that attitude. And, Jordy, you're still in school while you're doing this too, right? I just I just finished grade 12. I just graduated. So, wow. you know, that like you got to understand that you're playing professional soccer and still being a student like the true definition of student athlete and it's not like you're it's not like you're stopping here there's no No. chance in hell that your family would ever let you stop here no they wouldn't let me do that so what what what's the what's the next step for uh for i'm uh, i'm just going to be taking as many classes as i can at uh humber college i'm going to be amazing that's fantastic and that's a good what are you taking at humber business good for you man that's amazing yeah, that's, that's difficult to juggle because, you know what, um, most guys can't juggle both. You're a professional soccer player. You're still taking classes. You're attending Humber. You're taking business. Um, that's difficult to do, especially for a 19-year-old. And I, I got to give you kudos again for that. But I, I definitely think it comes from your family. You must have got this work ethic from someone. Who, did you, who was your role model growing up? Was it your dad? It's my normal. Oh, that's amazing. Tell us a little bit about him. That's a great he, uh, story. Came, came over to Canada at 17 and started his own business with my father and my father's brother, Isaiah, and uh, started everything that we live off of. That's incredible. So a real immigrant story. They came here basically like all the other Italian immigrants with a suitcase, and from the ground up, they made a life for themselves and exactly. for their kids and family. Incredible. The true, the true, on, the true entrepreneur. That's, that's exactly. such a beautiful story. So why don't, why don't we just uh, stick with this for a second? What does it mean to you being an Italian-Canadian player for TFC2? Um, I think just being Italian it just shows how much we care about family. We I see any of our home games. Every time I score, I go hug my parents. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. incredible. And I've and I seen your dad... Uh, after you scored the goal, when we came to watch you over at uh, BMO a couple of weeks back, right after you sco- scored the goal, the, the biggest fan in the crowd was your father. And I love exactly. seeing that because you could see what a fan he is of yours. And, uh, you know, that display and that emotion, um, you can't bottle that, man. That's just incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, just to uh, just to reiterate, um, I just wanted to say thank you for um, wanting to be on the show and thank you for uh, reaching no, out. My, uh, it, it, it was a real honor to have you um, uh, be be with us, and I hope that uh, you'll join us again. I uh, can't wait to uh, have my uh, uh, jersey of yours on and uh, show off your last name with your number uh, at the next game. You deserve all the success that's coming to you. Uh, I can't wait to see you kill it in Team 1. 
and uh, you got a you got a big future ahead of you, kids. So chin up, be a proud Italian Canadian, make us all proud, and make sure you always play for your family. So thanks for being on. Thank you, guys. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Jordan. Just the last thing I want to comment on at that game, my son who plays uh, forward like you, he's ten years old. Um, said, you know what, Dad, I want to score goals like him. So you're a role model for these young kids. Keep up the great work. Absolutely. Uh, love your maturity, and, and your head is on right, buddy. So um, keep up the fantastic job you're doing in Canadian soccer. I know we're going to see you on the big stage soon. Uh, wish your dad well and your family well, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Really okay. awesome. Take care. Ciao. 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 Bye-bye. Bye.